Hey gang, I'm John, that's Chris Pizza Pizerberg Coleman. That is. But if you're listening to this, you probably already know who we are and what we're about. Mm-hmm. We would like to start off by saying thank you for supporting us. And what better way to support than go to our new merch site at thedecaljunkie.com. Yeah. You can get all kinds of fashionable items. Our flagship item that we started the whole site off with, our flat brim snapback hat with the funny two informing words logo on it, just the words only, not our pictures. That's got different color options. One of my favorite options about that particular hat, you can change the color of the underbill on those hats as well as the little finial, which I believe is what they call the little dot on top of the hat. The finial? So that's what they call it on a grandfather clock, so I think that's what they call it on a hat, I'm guessing. Oh. So, but anyway, you can change the color of that little metal dot on top of the hat to match the underbill, which is a rare thing. I never see that option. Yeah, I mean, if you're not like a snapback flat brim fan, we also have uh, beanies that you can wear in the winter time to stay warm or in the summer to sweat your hair out. <laughs> That's what happened to me. I, I don't recommend wearing those. You'll sweat all your hair out, guys. You'll look like uh, you like me. You don't want to. Yeah, we got other things like shirts. Yes, we've got our, our two newest shirts we've got available there. The Perfect Pub Crawl shirt, which was featured by myself, John, and Adriana at the uh, second ever Electric Scootaloo meetup that we did. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the list of the bars that we hit on that pub crawl, which again, we're calling the Perfect Pub Crawl. Yeah. And uh, that uh, that was Tangeray's and Casey's and Aku Aku and Burton's and Cavo's. And uh, we also have the uh, the original logo shirt. It's with our faces, our cartoon images with the lettering, uh, but it's it's just on a big old shirt, uh, different colors. You can pick whichever one you prefer. And um, and we also got socks. There's socks available now. That's at right. Thedecaljunkie.com. T h e d e c a l j u n k i e dot com. Welcome. We thank you for listening with us today. We ask that you please stow away and secure all important items. There are no emergency exits. So, just sit back, relax, fasten your earbuds, and enjoy. Coming to you from sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Funny Too Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 136. 136. I'm John, that's Chris Pizza Peisenberg Coleman. That's me. And uh, we we got a lot to talk uh, about today. Um, Let's start off with where we're coming to them from. We, we're, we're, yeah, we're on a dock. Live uh, from Lake Doxony Studios <laughs> <laughs> on Lake Destiny, Lake Destiny Dock. We're, we're mag- uh, magnet fishing. Uh, yeah, so- we were just tossing Rocky from What's the Fuss podcast, we were tossing his giant magnet into the water trying to see what we could get we got nothing i was gonna try i was gonna tease that and say guess what we got guys a bunch of shit a bunch of like muck from the bottom of a fucking shit lake oh well we did get a lot of moss and not yeah good. yeah no, no, moss. that was terrible it was not good um but yeah and we saw it fit because we do have another total 10 this episode and thanks to listener Rob, I don't want to say your last name, but Rob, you know who you are, Foskinia, we love you. Thank you for your suggestion. We haven't told anybody yet, but thanks to your suggestion, he did 10 minutes on fishing. And um, we, we we haven't listened to it yet, so we're going to we're gonna listen to him. Yeah, we're going to get our live reaction here at the end of segment one to throw it a break, and, uh, and you know, it'll be it'll be interesting like last week. Yeah, with uh, DigiHears and uh, Pizza's Pick and pizza stuff around pick. it. We'll talk about what we did. There's a lot of shit going on in the news, man. Well, you know what? Because, I mean, stuff is starting to open back up 
So and it's, it's good. I know, um, like you went, you've been going back to work, which yeah, is I've, good. I'm working every day this week except today, matter yeah. of fact. And I mean, to for, like a happy Cinco de Mayo, like belated, but belated Cinco. Yeah, I, I went over to your restaurant on, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo and had myself a tequila shot and some Coronas. I was, yeah, I drank a uh, margarita, a shot of tequila that night. Yeah, for sure. I got a couple of free shifty drinks. Yeah. Things. So I mean, even though you know the holiday was still like kind of in that quarantine phase, I was I was trying to celebrate it a little bit so we pre-made a shitload of margaritas for that event obviously and uh with the whole restrictions and shit it wasn't as busy as anticipated then we always want to make extra so we have more than enough and uh we ran that special for a couple of days the five dollar margarita because we had leftover and then last night they were finally like all right we're not doing this another day we're throwing this out so there was a lot left in the pitcher and they were like well if you're throwing it out i'm drinking it so we were pouring them up for everybody hell yeah <laughs> last I night mean, was fun i was gonna say you could have just made them like mother's day margaritas or something right. I don't know Mother. since they're so close do you wanna <laughs> drink a margarita yeah I uh do you uh, like, speaking of mother how, Mother's how you, Day how do you spoil your mom on Mother's Day uh me or what do you my do mom you usually do fuck that I don't who's my mom just kidding <laughs> um uh, I honestly like usually I like take that's the thing usually I'll like to take her out to eat or whatever whatever she wants to do a lot of times I'll tell her you know I'll come out that way and we'll go to brunch uh in the past we've been to Santiago's and Altamont Springs uh, for their Mother's Day brunch with crab legs and all that shit. Yeah, that, was a, that was a good one. I'm the same way. Like, let, like let's just sit down, have a meal, and appreciate each other for exactly. a second. Exactly. Not, not the flowers or the card. No, Again, my mom nope. doesn't. I, she, my mom doesn't care for that. If I gave it to her, she'd appreciate it. But my mom's like a typical mom, and that she's just like, oh, my son gave it to me. It's so special. Oh, it's the so meaning. Special to my heart. <laughs> it's, I wonder what my. I hope my sister does something big for mom for Mother's Day. I don't know. Speaking I mean, of my sister, I go. I've been talking to her recently because she just randomly uh, has been texting me saying, uh, like, telling me stuff from the show. And she's like, I listen to your show. And I'm like, oh, God. I only found out you had a sister recently. Yeah, well, you find out I had a grandson. Now you find out I have a sister. I know. In one episode, <laughs> you found out I had a dad. But I don't. So that's dead. Mm, <laughs> You're like dead to me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. she just been randomly texting me. Uh, I guess she, she's been listening to the show. And I was like, and, you know, the reason you didn't know really I had a sister is because She's a half-sister. We didn't grow up together. We love each other very much, but we don't see each other a lot. We grew up in different places. She lives now in... I don't even remember. Where the fuck... Where do you live, Amy? Uh, is it South Carolina? Georgia? I don't even remember now. I can't keep up, but... You're despicable. She lives in another state, and uh, I hope to see her soon, and we're going to hang out. But she's been listening to the show. It's been, like, tripping me out when she sends me texts about, like, oh, tell John he can shoot my AR-15 next time I come down and all this shit. And we're, we're both down to do it, so yeah, we're going to record know. and shoot some AR-15s. Oh, maybe have her on if if she wants or if it's not too If much. she's not busy at a uh, Michigan Senate uh, or State Capitol rally mm. <laughs> with the <laughs> AR-15. Yeah. Geez. Freedoms. Give us our freedoms. now. my sister's not like that. There's I'm been a lot of news reference. coming out of that state That's right now. That's wild, bro. And there's been this new thing, I guess, and they're saying that like the Simpsons kind of called it because they predict Simpsons everything. Call everything, but yeah, like with with uh, everything going on with COVID nineteen, and now they've like it's kind of shifted into these like murder hornets. It's always something. Yeah, and, there's they're calling next month for there to be uh, land sharks or something. Like it's just going to get worse and worse, bro. Like the plague, yeah, and yeah. it just goes through a couple different cycles. Yep. And, yep. Uh, I, uh, murder hornets. Yeah, I well, because I've been seeing <laughs> some videos where, like, I, I saw one video of like other bees attacking a murder hornet and yeah. like kind of suffocating, killing it. it in numbers, and they were just sting crazy. They're yeah. stinging, stinging, stinging. Um, but what what are these things? Where are they coming from? They're Asian, right? So at first, China gives us Corona. Thank you, China. 
Now Japan gives <laughs> us murder hornets? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, unless unless you're one of those like believers of like it was made in a lab or they, they oh, chemically... Oh, like the virus? Yeah. Same. That's what they're saying, no? Get out of here. It's, it's hard to tell. Uh, there, uh, there was one, I guess, because murder hornets are like... There was a video of it killing like a mouse or Is like that, a rat. Why do they call them murder hornets? What do they murder? People? Will well, they like team up on you like Africanized killer bees and fucking... Murder you in numbers? Well, it killed the shit out of this rat. When I, okay, when I was well, the rat is much more yeah. on a scale of it. And it can sting, like, and you know how some bees sting and, like, they Most die? Most bees, they lose their stinger and then die. But not that's the thing with wasps. They don't. Yeah. Their stinger is attached, and they can sting and sting and sting. And I guess, like, sting maybe, crazy. maybe this is just, like, an extreme version of, like, a wasp or something. Because, it, it, I mean, I don't notice the difference of them, you know? It just kind of has, like, a striped butt. But it like it looks oh, just yeah, like a regular it's, bee. It's up. It's huge. It's fucking giant. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen it on in, uh, on scale with something else? It's fucking huge, bro. They are big and scary. They. Uh, you yeah. seen the video of the uh, praying mantis? Uh, oh, oh, it's going uh, against the murder hornet. Yeah, it's eating the fuck out of its head, dude. Those things are ruthless. Well, they eat the head of their lovers when they're done. The female praying mantis. Oh my! After God. they mate, she eats the head of the male praying mantis and kills him. That's so, traumatizing. Yeah, and in this one, praying, uh, pra- I guess praying mantis. Is that what they are, plural? Praying mantis, I guess. <laughs> uh, praying mantisai. I believe uh, it. Mantises. They, uh, they're they super fast. I mean, they're really slow and like slow, like uh, deliberately moving. But then they, when they strike, they're super fast. And like he just, boom, in the blink of an eye, springs out, grabs his fucking murder hornet on his butt and on his head. So it can't sting him. And it just yeah, begins to chomp the back of his fucking head and literally concaves this this murder hornet's head in. Yeah, the murder hornet, like, it's... He was trying to get his ass around. Yeah, to, to like, sting him, but yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, it couldn't reach. It nope. was, uh... He was trying to flip it around. It and wild, then, dude. You could have ate cereal out of that wasp's just... head afterwards. <laughs> it was a fucking bowl. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see, like, you know, that at least there's other animals that can take this thing on. Yeah. So that it doesn't become another well, pandemic. Okay, that brings up another good question that I've always had. Okay, have you ever seen a praying... Have you seen any praying manti in the wild, John? Yeah. Have you? Okay, have you ever touched one? No. I know. Are you scared of them? Um, they're, well, they're freaky looking, but my thing is, do they hurt people? I don't Obviously, think so. Obviously, they, 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 they're fast. Do, can they prick you with their weird hands, or can they bite you with those strong teeth hand, teeth mouths? Right? Do they because, eat your finger like right, a bee Right. What head? if they bite you, bro? Right? If they do, they're going to fuck you up. They have really strong jaws. I don't, you know what? That's I think that might be That's possible. That's why I don't fuck with praying mantis, bro. <laughs> I look at them from a distance, and they don't scare me, but I'm not touching one. Your your finger could be a bee's head at any moment. It, I would think at any moment. Who knows? I mean, honestly, I uh, we we did want to say thanks to a few people um, before, like for getting our shirts, and I think they're finally oh, yeah. getting sent out. You guys heard the the ad at the top of the show. Yeah, thank you for following the directions there and getting shirts. It's been cool seeing you guys share them as they as more come in. Share them in the group, guys. Um, eventually, what we're gonna do, I think, maybe is. Uh, we we'll start rotating through those pictures for the group background. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, I don't like just the plain white and blue or whatever funny to informing background. I like switching that up. So as you guys send us photos of your merch, uh Rob, I know you sent us one. Thank you. We love you. I know you were drunk and forgot you ordered it. Teresa did too. Yeah, Teresa, we love you too. Um but Rob, take get it send us one of you in the shirt, just like Teresa did, and we're gonna put you guys up in the uh in the group. 
Yeah, the the support is amazing, and uh, yeah, Rob was the one that uh, when he voted for us for speaking the of best support of, and voting, best yeah. of Orlando Weekly for best local podcast, uh, and he, he he put he posted the screenshot to prove it, which is awesome. But and then he said at the top like vote for sale. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, are we? Do we owe you money now? Is that what he's getting at? I don't understand. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, with a little bit of a bribe, he'll he'll change right? his vote real quick. Uh, no, but that's and that's awesome. And if you do want to vote for us, I mean. It kind of snuck up on me this year. The, the I best thought it of. was COVID canceled for sure. I know. I said in the post. I, I mean, it still might be. Maybe they just post the results and not have the party. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about the party or not, but that's, yeah, we want to go to that party. I know. I really <laughs> want to go to that party. party. so fun, man. People shit on it, but fuck that, dude. It's a good, it's a good, a fun time. I mean, because I don't care anything, like, about anything else after nominations, but I do want to get nominated so that it's, like, all, like, all paid for. Right. And then you just go and have a, have yourself a ball. Fourth best then, podcast in Orlando, two years running. If we, may, if we get in there, guys, otherwise we have to say 11th best podcast. We dropped this year. Because oh. we didn't make the top ten, so that automatically puts us at eleven. That's true. That's true. It's a uh, OrlandoWeekly.com, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we put a link in the group. Um, we share them from time to time, like on my Instagram and stuff as well. You can find that at uh, Pizza underscore Peisenberg uh, or Funny to Informing. Yeah. Also, uh, Facebook or Instagram.com slash Funny to Informing. That's the one. Um, yep. Uh, Changing so- the name of the group this week, did you? I did a little Just bit. Just a little bit. I like it. It's more succinct. It, it bothers together. me though, because I meant to do. Uh, like funny informatives and the I is lowercase. Oh yeah, I was like, motherfucker. Can you change it? I, it? I have to wait a month. Oh, do you? Okay, that's fine. It's the way. It, well, I guess it works like that. Just with, a month. Uh, name changes. Okay, that's yeah. That way you're not just changing it constantly. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Good. Um, should we should we do the uh, pizzas pick before doing Tuttle's ten? Yeah, we can get the pizzas pick. Okay, so uh, what do you have for us this week? Cause Play we're, that intro because we're not doing what's up, Doc. Oh, we right? ain't got no intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well here we go. But uh, that's a new intro, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, we do not have a What's Up Doc this week. Uh, just we had a lot on the plate. I'm always watching Doc, so I could talk about one, but I'm not going to. Uh, I'm going to save it. i uh, got a good one coming for you next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll do a pizza's pick. This week, it's on a local stalwart that's been one of my favorites for years and years. And a I local was- what? Stalwart. Stalwart. Yeah, you don't... Yeah, I don't know. It's like a, like a long-term holdout, like a... It's it's uh. famous for being like Wally's. Okay, you know what I mean. And ironically enough, it's across the street from Wally's Taco Chino. Ah, uh. Taco Chino is one of my favorites for a long time. And I just recently, right before actually all this these restrictions were lifted, and uh, and everybody, you know, you could go back to restaurants, and everybody was doing this takeout, uh, you know, takeout and delivery only. Taco Chino has been doing delivery forever. I've I've got them on uh, Uber Eats. They're one of my favorites. They're set to my favorites. I order them a lot. But uh, I actually stopped in one night, me and Adri both, and uh, they had the to-go game on lockdown, bro. I actually took a bunch of pictures. I'm going to post them in the group just to show people how well it was done and the cool vibe that the whole place exudes. Was it uh, really busy? No, here's the thing. It wasn't busy, but if it was busy, they still, they had the organization to have it set up, right, dude? So they just, the way they had the line set up with, and normally you go in and you, there's a counter, but they had it shut down and they have like a old school drive through window because the building that they're in is in like an old gas station. And so it had like, a, I think it had like a drive through window. So it has like a old school drive through style window. You walk up to that and it's all like brightly lit. Like I said, I'm going to post pictures. The paint scheme is really cool, but it's all, it's very directional. It tells you exactly where to go and it's brightly lit and you walk up to the window, you place your order and then, uh, you know, it has the six feet marked off for people to stand in case it is busy. For now. And then you, and then there's like a little, you can shuffle off to the left and there's a full sink hand washing station outside. 
Okay. And a sanitizer, like a little sanitizer bar. Well, yeah, because they know you, with tacos, you're using your hands what, to but, eat yeah, everything what, most, most of the time. But there's really no eating area out there. There just happened to be a full sink hand washing station out there because of the COVID, I feel like. Okay. They just set that up to give you, so that after you're done touching everything there, you can wash your hands and go home with clean hands. And like in terms of ranking it, like with other um, taco places in town, Tin and Taco or, or Gringo's or whatever, you know, oh, okay, well, I mean, how does it compare to other places in town? Is it like in the middle of it or at the top of the list? It's a, it's good. It's really good. It's, it's in that it's different. It's called Taco China because it's like a uh, Spanish ch- uh, Asian fusion. Oh, okay. So they do like Korean beef in a taco and they do like. They have like a, a fried fish taco. They do like a f- shrimp taco, and they do, but they also do like arepas, which I love, and uh, and I usually get, um, uh, fuck, what do I get from there? Oh, I always get uh, empanadas and stuff. So there, so too. yeah, like not every taco place really has good. the menu that they have. No, they their tacos are ah, different from gotcha. everybody else's, but they're really good too. They're in there if they did a traditional style taco, I'm sure it would be delicious and good. That, uh, that uh, that's cool. They just opened. Actually, they moved. I said they're they're in this new location. They just moved to this new location. Um, right there, almost across the street from Wally's, like I said, in an old, like, closed down what I think is a gas station. And they, uh, when they moved from their old location, their old location now has, uh, a pizza joint in it. But it's a pickup and to go only pizza joint. Uh, I think because, like, um, ma- like maybe it's because Wally's was where we had our first event. Yeah. And since it was by Wally's, it made me think of it that, like, I, once all of this is over, I want to have another event. Like sooner oh, rather than sure. later. Well, then we I'm did the, we did the event right before all this happened. Yeah, God. the Scootaloo was Scootaloo awesome at the March first, and then two weeks later, everything the world that was you know that was the before time. Yeah, <laughs> the before time. As I call it the before time <laughs> when we had meetups and things like this. <laughs> oh, the before time. Oh, buddy, such a ple- yeah, pleasant Taco country. Taco China. I highly recommend it. Go check it out. It's one. Of, it's Adri's favorite as well. Um, just delicious, gel- delicious food, and the ambiance is really cool too. And you can get food to go and take it across the street to Wally's. Hell. Yeah. Boom. Okay. So we uh, should we get into this Tuttle's ten? Yeah, uh, I say let's just roll into this I'm Tuttle's ten and brace gonna, myself. There you go. Uh, before here, as as with every episode, we're, we've yet to record this and play it, but uh, we're going to make this part of the intro. But uh, disclaimer: <laughs> the opinions voiced by Patrick Tuttle Fowler are the opinions of Patrick Tuttle Fowler and do not. Do not reflect on us. Thank you. Reflect on our views and opinions of Funny to Informing, the show, sponsors, and affiliates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's play the track. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's ten minutes with Tuttle. Welcome to the second episode of Tuttle's Ten. Thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing. And this week, they gave me the topic that should be easy, should be natural for me. And they wanted me to cuss and discuss fishing. But before I get into that, I am a whore. I am a podcasting slash radio whore. And I have to get the money first before I lube up my hand and give you an audio hand job. Check out my podcast. The Tuttle Daily Podcast can be found on all podcasting platforms, 315live.com, but it can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes Podcasts, and the TuneIn Radio app. But if you also want to get it directly from the hosting site, Tuttle.podomatic.com. So the guys from Funny to Informing wanted me to discuss the topic of fishing. I might as well do this commentary in the dead language of Aramaic. That's how much these guys know about fishing. Hell, one of them didn't even know how to throw a cast net. But make sure you let go when you throw it or you could lose a tooth. It's all one motion. You have to let it go. 
Okay, hold on. I do suck at fishing, and I know. He's referencing, and that was, I love it, he dropped an audio clip in there. When we interviewed Tuttle, anybody that's new to the show, any of Tuttle's listeners that have come over and listened, thank you guys for joining us. But if you guys didn't listen to the show we did with Tuttle, or just earlier this year, probably a couple months back, where we went out to Hobo Fish Camp and uh, sat and talked with the guy. Afterwards, he uh, broke out. We talked about uh, John had never, never fished, ever. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. Fished, no, and neither one of us had thrown a cast net. So he was like, "Well, fuck fishing. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach John how to throw a cast net." And then I wanted to do it too. But yeah, so that audio was John throwing a cast net. And he put it up on his YouTube. <laughs> um, if you don't know what his YouTube is, he mentions it at nauseum in the beginning of his segment, <laughs> and it's right there on his YouTube. You can see the video. Yeah, I'm fucking you, uh, I love you, Tuttle. But you're okay at fishing, right? You're, you're, you're I mean, I can somewhat. cast, and I and that was the first time I threw a cast net, and I did okay. Yeah, not great, but okay. Yeah, yeah serviceable. And, and I suck balls, but <laughs> okay. Yeah, those two podcasters with one half of the duo admitting that they had never caught a fish before. How do you live in a state that's a peninsula and never rip the lips of some fish? That's like being on a deserted island with a bunch of quadriplegic supermodels that are mute and still not being able to get laid. Yes, That is a rape joke. So let's start at the beginning, guys. The first known fish hook was discovered, and it was dated all the way back to 40,000 years ago. Little known fact, Jesus was the original bass master. Hell, he fed thousands of those sick leopards with nothing but bread and fish. Even after 40,000 years, fishing is a true reflection of race relations in America, even to this day. I like that he's moving on to race relations now because there goes Tuttle. But I just wanted to say quickly, I had no idea Jesus, like Joe Exotic, fed all those leopards. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. There was this one summer I spent with my nationalist uncle Udell in Mississippi. And if you don't know, nationalist is a politically correct term for racist in the deep south. Thanks to my uncle Udell, I believed for the longest time that black people were such good fishermen that they could catch dinner out of any random Florida mud puddle. Even the racial divide in America has even been able to find a way to turn its ugly head in the world of aquatic hunting. The preferred fishing pole of African Americans it's a tried and true cane pole. Now, I have to remember, this is a bit that I'm doing for the podcast version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Hell, they even have the plaque to prove it from Creative Loafing. <laughs> Hang on now. we uh, <laughs> Creative Loafing? He's, I like the Tampa reference. That's Tampa's answer to Orlando Weekly. I think what he's maybe alluding to is the uh, the best of or whatever that we just actually, that we just hawked right before the segment. I know. But we, don't, we don't have the hardware because we didn't win it. We're only fourth best shows what you know tuds <laughs> but a cane pole is nothing but a bamboo stick with fish in line attached to the end of it i would tell you what my uncle Udell called a cane pole but i've worked too hard and long to build an audience and the last thing i want is reverend al and jesse jackson marching on the hobo fish camp let's make this a little interesting but i'm just throwing this out there but i'm offering a free day on the boat to the guys from Funny to Informing, if they can correctly guess what my Uncle Udell liked to call a cane pole. Okay, what his Uncle Udell liked to call well, a cane pole. We're not going to say it on the show, because I feel like it's so terrible. That's why he wouldn't say it, because he said he doesn't want to throw away his whole career. Yeah. So maybe we can guess it and email you, Tuds. How about that? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk in person about that. And I don't even probably want to say the words. 
I could use innuendo or something. I don't even, oh God. Oh, no. I don't know yeah. if I want to get involved in that. But I do want to ride on the boat. John and I are down. Yes. Yeah, I accept. Let's boat ride. We'll, we'll record out there. It'll be the windiest cast ever. It'll be like a swan boat cast for any of our uh, Patreon listeners. Uh, check us out at patreon.com slash FTI. First ever episode, swan boat cast. Terrible drunken mess. Uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we, but we're definitely capable of recording on a boat. I think we could. Uh, that's something we can pull off. And I'm so down. Um, Absolutely. I want to. I, I want to I wanna like a reward if I catch something because I'm probably not going to anyway. I'm gonna catch but. a uh, catch a charge of me too if you guess this cane pole name properly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even Hispanics have a different and unique method to bring in the lunkers. I once saw a Spanish guy, my friend Demetrio, feed his family of 12 using nothing but an empty Modelo beer can as a reel and a makeshift hook fashioned from a bobby pin. Now on to the superior race in the world of competitive fishing, and this may shock you, but according to my dad, the Japs are the Michael Jordan of bass fishing. The Japs? Are don't repeat best? that, John. Don't, I don't know. That's a that's a racist term. Is it really? Absolutely, bro. Sh- short for you know Japanese. J- Japanese, but it's definitely a racist term. Okay, well, anyways, people <laughs> well, from, people from Japan. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I, yeah, that's why I. Uh, uh, maybe maybe visually it's, like uh, cringed when he said that. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's I'm subtle, just not as subtle. sensitive to to it. Like I mean, it I doesn't mean, offend me, but I know it's offensive. So I'm like, yikes! Yeah, this I guy's mean, saying offensive shit. I mean, I don't care. It's like, I, but I know it's an offensive thing. I just I don't say it. Oh, I don't know. It seems like I'm always one of those like sticks and stones. It's a post, may break your bones. It's a post World War II thing with the whole or is it World War, World War whichever one with the Japanese was involved. See, like and, and, the, and the bombing and that's like 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 proof Pearl enough Harbor. because I don't even think like. That. I thought it was just a shorter way of saying, like, just yeah, that's fine. like the people from Japan. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's just the way I saw it. Japanese people. But I would have never have pegged them as uh, the best fisher. Like, I don't know. They're good at whaling. <laughs> you seen okay. that show? No. Whale wars? No. Oh, buddy. I've, uh, I've seen... They kill whales like crazy over there, man, because they eat them and they do, a bunch of, they do a bunch of shit with them, actually. I've seen the Alaskan crab one. Yeah, it's like that, but whale people and then the, the other people, the non-whalers are trying to... The people from... Uh, fuck. It's like PETA on the water. I forget mm. what it's called, but they're like, stop, and they're like spraying the boats with paint and shit. It's okay, let's, uh, let's see what else he's got do here. It. And you guys that are listening to this right now, don't judge me. My dad says America's earned the right to use that slur, especially how they did us in Pearl Harbor. My favorite fisherman on the show, Major League Fishing, is the one and only Takara Omahara. Well, anytime you come into the Florida, a lot of grass, shallow fishing. I go like bait like this, like, you know, stick bait, Senko type stuff. Little braid on the back. This is going to get a lot of attention for uh, for the bass too far away to get this bait. This thing is going to shine under the water. Usually Florida water is like a brackish color, so they can see better. My uncle Udell would probably be rolling over in his grave if he knew I was such a mark for Takara Omahara. He would be pissed. He would probably say something like, Hey, the Japanese are only good at fishing because their eyes are so squinty from the bomb we dropped on them, and that's why they can see so good in the water. So, in closing, what did we learn about fishing today? Even white people can take the innocent hobby of fishing and somehow turn it into a race war. They're looking for any excuse to get a rematch from the Civil War. Don't forget, guys, 
email me, Tuttle at gmail.com, if you have the answer of what my uncle Udell called a cane pole. If you can correctly do that, I will send you some of my merchandise and the offer still stands to the guys from Funny to Informing if they can correctly tell me what my uncle Udell called a cane pole. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to the guys, Chris and John, for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week. Tuttle, thank you so much, man. Tuttle's the man. Thank uh, you for your uh, your almost 10 minutes. That was good. Yeah, I'm brewing up. That was up, uh, crazy and uh, slurry. Brewing up some guesses. <laughs> We're definitely down to go out there. And uh, I guess it is a racial term. I don't even know if I... Oh, no, J-A-P-S? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that he brought it full circle. Is even spelling Mr. it Pearl any Harper. better? I, I, I don't know. I don't if, know. If you if people are illiterate, they don't know I said it. <laughs> I I am like so ignorant to that sort of thing. I I have, n- have not a clue about any of that. Um, should we should we reset and yeah, go to break? That's and- why we do Tuttle's ten at the end of the first segment, so yeah. that we can uh, reset and uh, go to break. And um, when we come back, maybe we can talk a little bit about Mother's Day. It's coming up. We are, we talked a little bit about it. What we like to do with our moms. Should we go to break with something like so, that? So yeah, because of the Mother's Day coming up and uh, and the theme there and us discussing it. We're going to break to a little uh, Danzig mashup of the song Mother. That's all we're going to give you. Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Tell your children not to hear my words, what they mean, what they say. Mother. Can you keep them in the dark for a while? Can you hide them from a wedding world? Oh, mother Mama Gonna take your daughter out tonight Gotta show her my will Oh,
Welcome back, episode one thirty six, and uh, pick up sticks. Yeah, I got nothing. A song for for mothers. That was a good one, kind of sort of. That was fun when we found that one. I, I, yeah, I told John earlier. I feel like the music section of our show is underrated. Nobody ever mentions it, but then sometimes we even put Easter eggs in there. Fuck it, we'll tell you. Oh sometimes yeah. Sometimes we'll just sneak some weird audio into the middle of a mid break song. Well, it's easy, especially on a podcast, to just fast forward through that. You know, you know, what I mean, you're not yep. listening live or anything. You can just you have control, and you can just. Fast forward or rewind or double time it. Yep, but yeah, I like I I enjoy finding the music for this stuff every week. Sometimes I try to theme it, or in this case, I've been trying to theme it and then find something just off the normal. I didn't want to just get Danzig's mother. Yeah. So I found a little. We found that one. We were like, this is this is going in. It's so weird and different. Yeah, and well, it fit. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and our yeah. and our moms. Yeah. Um. I I wish we could celebrate the way we normally do, for but sure. not this year. Mother. I mean, it just can't happen. I, I wish I could take you to Brown. <laughs> but yeah. I'm actually working. And I was going to tell my mother she should come to brunch at my work because it's going to be quote unquote lit fam. Ooh. And by fam, I mean my mom. She's yeah. my fam. Um. <laughs> should we do the uh, the Digi here? We can we jump got... right into Digi's. We got a bunch of them. Quite so. a few stories. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so yeah, let's get into those. First of all, with this long ass intro. <laughs> Did you hear that?
Critical maps, we give it our all. We love if you give us a little back. We can't be too mad at you for clicking on that. Yo, did you hear? Horror show all up in your ear. Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? And yeah, we got quite a few. All um, over the map, too. Some, some happy, some sad. Random. I uh, hope you own black suits because of the funerals are lining up. Oh yeah, but, yeah. Twenty twenty is not getting any better yet. It is not. It is not. Um, so I, I'll kick it off if you want. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. did you hear? For one thirty six. Did you hear? This is breaking. Actually, we just I uh, was just kind of trolling a news feed uh, before we started the show, and I saw that this was within the uh, the hour before we started recording. Out of uh, Saint Paul, Minnesota, three teens have been arrested for kicking an Asian woman. Asian woman in the face and running away, but I guess they were caught because they took an Instagram video and posted it. That's such a bitch move to like. Well, because obviously she's probably not expecting it, so to like Absolutely. sneak attack or sucker punch somebody. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see what it's. I guess here. in this case, like sucker kick. But uh, officials in Minnesota have arrested three teens after a viral Instagram video showed them allegedly taunting an Asian woman who was alone at a metro stop before kicking her in the face, then running away laughing. The assault occurred just after midnight on Monday, May 4th at a rail station in St. Paul. And a 15-second clip, three black teens are laughing and moving around. The woman, I didn't even know they were black teens. I haven't seen the video. As she stands alone against a bench, uh, she edges away from one of them and comes stands next to her. And recording the video can be heard chuckling. You won't, you won't, over and over again. His friend then approaches the woman, jumps into the air, and kicks her hard in the face before running away. Oh, my God. That's rough, dude. That's a little too far, so or at, too much. It sounds like, uh, so at first, because she was an Asian woman, I was thinking maybe it was like some anti-COVID hate, because, you know, Asians have been coming under fire for that. Yeah, yeah. Not only have Asians been coming under fire by being called racial slurs right here on our show by Tuttle, <laughs> but they have also come under fire for COVID and being blamed for it and all this other bullshit, and it's all complete bullshit. And, you know, the racism on that level at all, of any level, shouldn't take place. Oh, no, my, my dad was telling me at, at the grocery store, he was hearing somebody blame the, I won't it's, say, it's, it's a C word, but like C-H. China? Yeah, I, and yeah. Okay. China? So, he, yeah, C-H-I-N-K-S. He was, oh, and this guy was just. They were calling him that. And this guy was just yelling. These, Holy these shit. effing. Your C-word. dad was saying that? No. somebody. Oh, your dad, dad heard was, somebody saying that? Ironically, me. it was Tuttle's dad saying it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. So I thought it was maybe, you know, anti-Asian sentiment because of that. Turns out it might just be random ass thing. And this lady was the only one standing in this. She was in a rail station, like a metro station, like a subway. I didn't know St. Paul had a subway. Mm. I mean, uh, other than the sandwich stop. I'm glad they got arrested. Cause... Just like Jared. Oh, from yeah. Subway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ironically enough. Eat fresh. Oh to the face, <laughs> fresh to the face, <laughs> <laughs> fucking twelve okay. inches. Uh, did you hear? I that I also in and it was in Michigan that um yes. this Michigan has fa- been a hotbed at a family dollar. The the three family members were charged with killing a security guard. I who did hear the story? The security guard was pretty much telling them that they have to wear facial masks because I guess uh, in the state that's like the law right now. And once think, you're outside, yeah, it was like a policy of this family dollar store anyway, which is why they had security there. I understand, right? Yeah, and yeah. you have to do that. Like, and you just have to follow the He's rules. He's just enforcing a r- rule. Yeah, he wasn't putting his hands on anybody. I don't understand. He was literally 
literally just suggesting, saying like, "Hey, you need to put on a mask, or you can't come in." Yeah, and supposedly he explained it to the the customer. They they didn't like how they were getting treated or whatever. And then somebody else came into the store, probably I think her husband, uh, and then started telling me like, "Oh, like telling them treat treat my wife with respect," or like yelling about disrespecting his oh, wife. Oh, got into a disrespect level because he said to put on a mask. Yeah, it got out of hand, and he was shot in the head. Shot in the head. Yeah. And I think this was Flint, too, man. Over a mask. I think it was in Flint, Michigan, and yeah. I think uh, they had gone mad because of uh, drinking bad water. I swear. I don't know if it's the bad water or like- First of all, it was, it was Family Dollar, so it was the classiest of establishments. Are they letting people out too soon? Uh, you think? That's definitely a thing. Some places are still on hard lockdown. I've been seeing it like crazy. Like Even the first day out, I think, earlier this week, uh, you know, I noticed it because I've been driving around uh, through the pandemic this whole time. So I used to get to work really fast and you know be able to travel, and now it's getting a lot busier on the roads. But I'm seeing four or five different car accidents a day sometimes, like people on the side of the roads just from rear-ended or fender benders or whatever. And I'm like, does nobody know how to drive anymore? Instantly, as soon as they lifted this shit, it was like, whoop, five car, little pile, not pile up, but you know, like a boom, boom, like five cars rear-ended each other in yeah. light, like get and, the fuck over And yourselves. so quickly did stories start surfacing. This person stabs their 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 daughter and, and oh, runs from the cops. Vi- and- domestic violence went crazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> Domestic violence oh. is fruit of roof. Oh. But, uh, yeah, um, I was going to say, yeah, I 4 has been a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, just going to work every day at like 3.30, it's fucking locked up before you even hit Colonial. Yes. It's, it's and a it, mess. And it's not just our state. You know, it's it's definitely nationwide that people, once they're starting to get their freedom a little bit, are starting to act like this. Um, but, okay, so I'll toss it over back to you. Did you hear in what's going to be not a new segment, but a segment for today, Bitch of the week. Jinx, you owe me a burp <laughs> bow. But uh, okay, so there's a couple of little bitches of the week this week. Uh, first and foremost, and this isn't too bitch of a move, but I, I just wanted to rag on the guy. You guys remember Ron Artest, the well, well, f- no. basketball player? Yeah, our first bitch was that kid that kicked the, the woman. Yeah, that okay, was, okay, so rolling off of, yeah, <laughs> the bitch in Minnesota that kicked a fucking Asian woman in the face like a bitch-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Rolling off of that bitch into Ron Artest. From the, uh, famously from the, he got in the, the brawl, the basket brawl back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. With the, he was the, he was the instigator and all that. He was a crazy kind of thuggish motherfucker back then. Well, anyway, he, he grew up a little bit. He got a little older, a little wiser. Changed, his, changed name his name to, to Meta World Peace. Yeah. Well, so in this article I was reading, uh, anyway, he's changed, I'll get to that in a second, but he's changed his name again now from Meta World Peace to Meta Sandiford Artest. Now, Artest is his original last name. We get uh, Meta. That was his Meta World Peace name. Where do you think he gets Sandiford from, John? Um, Something super historical that barely makes any sense. Nope. Uh, Sandiford, his hot wife. Oh, he took his oh wife's last name. <laughs> what a bitch move! Yeah, so, oh. and, and so I'm reading the article, and like, and he goes into where you know why he decided to change, take his wife's last name, and why he changed it for Meta World Peace instead of being like Meta Sanderford Peace. He took back our test, and he, so he even goes into like talking about uh, why he changed his name to begin with, and literally his quote is almost as simple as, "I saw uh, Chad Johnson change his name to o- Ocho Cinco, and I thought that was cool." And oh if, God! And Ed, he even goes into what his what one of his monikers would have been, and it was fu- oh okay. Here you go. At first, when I'd see Ocho Cinco change his name, and it was like four years before I did mine, I was like, "Yo, that's dope!" And I've got to do that. At first, I originally was going to be so it was originally going to be that's how it's written. So it was originally going to be Queensbridge, and then So Hood. 
Oh God! And he settled on Metal World Peace. And the, the first game I had with World Peace, I was like, "This is the dumbest thing ever." I was coming off the bench at that time, 2011, and they say Metal World Peace. You and think? I remember not wanting to take off my warm up. Of course, it's stupid. So then he changes, it, but he keeps Meta. So he's now he's Meta. His wife's name, his name. That guy has never made any sense. Well, and uh, secondary bitch of the week news is uh, you guys remember Jay Cutler? That's funny that there's both uh, both athletes. Uh, yeah, he he played for the Bears and Broncos. Yeah, I think primarily. His Broncos stint, but yeah, uh, yeah Bears. For the longest time, uh, that was his longest. And thing. like the Dolphins for a little bit. I see. I forgot he did all that traveling, and he's full on retired now, right? He's I done. think. Yeah, no, he's yeah, done. He played for a long time. He was. He just never really went anywhere. But anyway, um, he was good and had a lot of a lot of uh, you know a lot of name behind him. But he just never went anywhere. He famously married Kristen Cavallari. Do you remember her from? Um, God, what was she? She was a reality TV star. I don't remember which oh, well, show. I, don't I didn't watch, watch it. I know. I don't watch much reality TV. It was TV. one of those female-heavy reality TV shows, but uh, they were married for 10 years. I remember when it happened, she would come to the games. You would see her in the stands at the Bears games. Oh, they always um, had like one camera on her yeah, at all times? Yeah, they would definitely show you her. They'd cut away and show you her because she's pretty and she was a reality TV star. But uh, So they ended their 10-year marriage, and uh, I guess when they ended their marriage... You know, they've got multiple houses, but uh, so they had been separated. Jay was staying in some house in a different city. Kristen, the wife, was staying in the house that they had shared as a couple, I guess. Um, and I guess they had originally made a deal to uh, end it amicably, and he was going to keep that house, and she was going to keep the house that they had that lived in, and they agreed that she was going to buy it from him. Like, she was going to pay off whatever was left on it, and just, now it's my house, and I get this house, and you get your house, and we're good, right? Okay, that's he respectable. Agreed. He said it was cool, and then I guess they got in some fucking bickering, and he pulled the rug out from under the deal, and now he's saying, like, nope, my house, you got to get out. Oh, man, what, what a, a bitch dick move. move, right? Yep, so, <laughs> oh my God. bitch of the week, meta, I don't even remember your shit now, Meta Sandiford Artest and Jay Cutler. Yeah. Along with bitch ass teen from St. Paul, Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. The, the guy that's now in jail. Back um, to okay. you, John Hannon. So, did you hear that um, a five year old uh, boy uh, stole his mom's car because he wanted a Lamborghini and his mom wouldn't buy him one? So, he stole his mom's car to drive to California to go buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> I like that he thinks you have to go to California <laughs> to buy a Lambo. Yeah. I guess like Hollywood, he just associated uh, it with that. And he had three dollars in his pocket and i'm going to try to share this video on the uh on the group page uh, the funny informatives and see uh so you can see for yourself but uh, he he finally got to ride in one because you know the cop he, i mean he didn't last very long on the roads he got like i think on the highway for a second and then the cop pulled him over and you know he's not going to get in any real trouble because he's fucking five How does he drive at five he is a big kid i will tell he's you gotta that. be dude he's big reminds me of that song you can't drive Cause you'll find. <laughs> oh God! Isn't that how it goes? <laughs> I don't know. He uh, so when he got to the highways, when he got pulled over, and uh, so that's and, crazy. And, and he, you know, they just send him back home or whatever, and you know, ex- explain it to the family. What, and he's not in any real trouble, but uh, he finally got to ride in a Lambo. Somebody, a businessman, Jeremy Neves uh, from Utah, offered uh, the boy a spin in a matte black two seater Huracan. Huracan? Yeah, Lamborghini Huracan. Yeah, so it, it was a matte black two-seater. that. Uh, That's cool, so they offered him a ride. Yeah. Like, stop stealing your mom's car. Let's give you a ride in his Lambo. <laughs> exactly. Good job stealing your mom's car. Now you get rewarded with a fucking ride in a Lambo. <laughs> you little shit. You $3. Is it the same kid famously from the video that's like, I want to do hood rat stuff with my friends? Yeah. Is it that same kid? No, no. I feel like it's the same kid. It, uh, no. Is it the kid Cream from Coffee and Kareem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because that kid is... Uh, 
irreverent. If anybody's seen that movie, it's... He's mischievous, that's the word I'm looking for. It is for. not good. It does not it's look good. It's such a terrible movie. Yeah, but that, that's... Not Pizza's Pick. But that's cool. Jeremy Neves, he's out of Utah. Jeremy Neves, Neves, So Neves. where did the... Uh, it's probably Nieves. N-I-E-V-E-S? No, N-E-V-E-S. Oh, Neves. I, um, so is that where the story's out of? Uh, well, it's a uh, well. I guess a little bit of California. It's a CNN article right. here. He was driving but... to California though, so it wasn't in California. No, there's a few other articles I of it too. How close he was? Like, how far was your trip? Did you Google Maps it, kid? Like, how far did you <laughs> take this out? Yeah, there's no three dollars gas money. It was really going to get you far. There's... Thank God, gas is affordable now. Yeah, that might that would have gotten him maybe over the state line, but yeah. that's about it. There's no way he made it far. Well, did you hear? I guess in this last week, I honestly just heard this kind of late last minute, but. Uh, so, and we've talked about it on our show before and on many shows. But uh, in Venezuela, there's more political strife and unrest. And apparently there was a, a, a failed planned coup in which they were planning to overthrow the government. Nicolas Maduro famously a few maybe a year in the, within the last year tried to overthrow the elected president yeah. of Venezuela. I guess he did that. And now the people of Venezuela, a militia group led by... <laughs> some mercenaries who are ex-military guys, high-ranking military, or like highly active military guys uh, from a, one of these private security groups, you know, so that guys they're you running. Would, like guys you would want. Yeah, it, yeah, you're hired guns, you know? Like, it, yeah. So these guys were hired guns re- uh, out of a, a, a spot here in Florida called Silver Corps or Silver Corp. It's C-O-R-P. Sometimes that's core. So I'm guessing it's probably called Silver Corps. But apparently... It was a giant clusterfuck in, in that these, these American militia or these American military men were supposed to head down there and use all their, all their military training and tactics, right, to lead these Venezuelan guys to overthrow the fucking president and, and reinsert the elected president. They failed? Or did they die? They failed did they miserably. Die? Well, they failed miserably. I'm sure there was probably some deaths. Uh, it, the, headline, the, the first paragraph here reads, This past weekend, the ludicrous failure of a group of American mercenaries and a cadre of ex-Venezuelan soldiers to overthrow Nicolas Maduro's regime played out like a Coen Brothers farce. Countless (laughs) headlines mocked the operation dubbed Gideon by the hapless leader. It's questions or why questions swirled about the Trump administration's involvement in the plot, which we could go on and on about. Well, yeah, I, I'm assuming it probably does have some ties to the Trump administration, like maybe some funding. Who knows? But, but, if, but if we're hearing about it, there's no way that they did it it's, secretly. It's so, uh, <laughs> so it's so the really the headline here is not so much that that happened that did happen. But uh, the real the real story that I wanted to highlight is that uh, it says here, no community has more ruthlessly eviscerated the coup d'etat gone wrong, though, than American veterans. They've picked apart Silver Corp, the Florida-based security company that led the armed incursion for many, many mistakes it made on its way to becoming known as the masterminds behind the edgelord version of the Bay of Pigs, is huh. how they're calling it. Wow. Yeah. So they just, uh, yeah, on Instagram, several accounts popular among vets. People are just uh, shitting on them. Dunking mercilessly on the three Americans. Ex-Green Berets, uh, Aaron Barry, Luke Denman, both in Venezuelan custody right now, and their leader, Silver Corps CEO Jordan Goudreau, at the heart of the misguided attempt at regime change. So they just go on and on, and somebody even made a, uh, a play on the, uh, what's the... Uh, uh, Team America movie by the South Park guys. Oh, right. And the whole America, fuck yeah. They made a play on that where they switched it up to say, uh, uh, Silver Core, fuck yeah, coming again to fuck the motherfucking op, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they made that, put it on Twitter. So, yeah, come these on. These guys are getting roasted for failing. Apparently, one of the huge fucking glaring errors they did is that there was a, uh, uh it says here, 
quote, you know I'm just going to tell people what my plans are, unquote, say the lips of a person dubbed to be speaking with Post Malone. You know, strike force incursion into Venezuela. It's like revolution, dude. So they posted a video on Twitter of just this guy's lips, so you couldn't see his face, saying this stuff, and then said that uh, he was going to uh, do an amphibious assault the following day on Venezuela. He posted that on Twitter. They're idiots. And they don't know why they failed. That is Bush League rookie mistakes. Uh, There's a meme that shows Ralph from The Simpsons with a silver core emblem on his stomach. Geopolitical climate highly volatile in the midst of COVID and five eyes. Oh, it's just, oh my God. Say no more, Mary. It's just fucking stupid meme. But I love that it uses Ralph from The Simpsons. It says, <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. yeah, they roasted these so guys. are you uh, ready for this? Well, did you hear? This is a, did a big you hear, one. Is this, did you hear going to bring down the show? It is a lot of deaths. Let's do it. I, I figured I would just group them all together. Get um, your death pool charts out now, guys. Yeah. See where you, where you landed. Take a look at them. Um, but did you hear that? Uh, I'll just list them at first. I did hear a lot of these. Sam Lloyd from Scrubs. Oh, man. Don Shula, who is known for uh, coaching the Dolphins. I think two championships with the Dolphins. And Don Shula's Steakhouse. Yeah. I, I think he was like 90 years and old. And I believe he was in Ace Ventura. Yeah. Sam, Sam Lloyd was 56. Don Shula is like Dude, 90. Yeah. Well, yeah. Sam Lloyd from Scrubs, really quickly, though. T- Ted, the attorney Ted. Amazing role. That guy's hilarious. And uh, dude was fifty six. Terrible uh, brain tumor, man. Cancer. Yeah, fuck mm. cancer. And he, uh, and he's been in other things. I just can't think. had a kid. Yeah, a good character actor for sure. Yep. Um. Uh. So go- moving down the list, Roy Horn is another one. Who's that? Um. Siegfried and Roy. Ah, he. Which one was he? He. Uh, oh, he was Roy. <laughs> gotcha. Siegfried's counterpart he is what be, I call uh, him. He would be Tiger Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Original Tiger King. Can I? Can we be real? Yeah. Those are the original Tiger. I Kings. think he was uh, seventy-five. What he die of? Do you know? Um, I think it was COVID. It, oh, it was COVID-related stuff. You're right. I did this read one that. was right. COVID. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Compl- yeah uh, COVID nineteen complications at seventy-five. Yeah. So he, his was COVID. I don't think Sam Lloyd's or Don Shula's was. But uh, and then Little Richard. I found out this morning. I don't know if his was complications to COVID or not. Fuck, man. But he Little Richard was eighty-seven. I think. I'm dead. Sorry. Little Richard is. Uh, oh, I, man. Yeah, that one just. We just found that this morning. Yeah. I woke up to Little Richard dead. He's a fucking legend. Yeah, he woke up dead. And this this one was big. Uh, Ahmad Arbery, which okay. he was going super viral because uh, the video surfaced just recently of uh, two uh, white men gunning him down while he was jogging and he's a black man and uh he like these two guys I, definitely and feel racially I, motivated and there must have been somebody else like you know following them for their like it came out that it was their neighbor uh recording he's not being investigated yeah yeah the video the videographer of the video that you guys have probably seen or at least know that it's a thing if yeah you haven't seen it you've seen him jogging you don't want to watch a man die i don't recommend watching it exactly they, they were they, they claim they were trying to make a citizen's arrest which is bullshit <sighs> and that they were acting Fucking in self-defense Ex cop, ex fucking cop, you're gonna make a citizen's arrest. Yeah, right there on the cusp of like the Florida border or Florida border, Florida, Florida Georgia line, Georgia line. Ah, well, <laughs> that's our that's our outro music. That is our, just okay. kidding. I don't want to kill myself. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't like Florida Georgia line at all. Nope. But uh, yeah, it's kind of right there. Uh, like uh, I think it leans more towards the Georgia side is where this happened. Brixton or Braxton, Georgia. Yeah, Brixton or Braxton. I can't remember. It's Waycross County, and I know Waycross Georgia is way far south. Yeah. So, so pretty much this video. Southern Georgia. The the video surfaced, and then protests started go, like taking up, you know, uh, across all these states. Well, it took and, a while for the video to go viral. Well, because this happened three months ago. Yeah, the end of February, man. It's been yeah. happened forever ago, and then it, it really is only because 
the video got out, I saw uh, that, that that all this happened, that, you know, ju- charges have finally been filed. All week long, people have been sharing this and sharing it. I'm seeing it on everybody's, everybody's social media everywhere, and they're outraged. And they're finally... Say, they're saying, I run for... Uh, I run for... Ahmad. Ahmad. Ahmad or, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it's only because, you know, the one, I feel like the internet kind of saved the day here. Um, I saw a meme kind of put it in one of the best ways I'd seen, in which it said, uh, you know... They saw the video and kept doing what they were doing. The only reason justice is being done is because we saw the video and we let them know we saw the video. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's more even more infuriating because now all of a sudden it was going to be swept under the rug. A yep. man's life. It was twenty-five well, years old because because the the guy was an ex-cop. The one of the gentlemen. Was, I think the shooter. Yeah, it was to be honest, 60, I think it was the shooter. Sixty-four years old or something, and uh, yeah, like it. And it's so clear that the guy was doing nothing wrong, and uh, so I mean, finally they got. A, I'm. Oh, they're not out on bond, or they can't get bond, right? Or bailed no, out, or anything. Just, yeah, so they were just brought up on charges and arrested, and then they went for their first appearance and were denied bail. Yep, good, fucking so, good. And I, I haven't heard. I'm sure they probably are. They're at least working on what they're going to charge him with. It's one of these cases where it's like with the Casey Anthony situation. If you don't charge the the case right, it's hard to get it prosecuted and and get justice done right. In which why that's why Casey Anthony walked free. We all pretty much knew she had something to do with the disappearance or death of her daughter. Yeah. But they couldn't pin it on her because they didn't have the right charges and the way they had to charge her and prosecute her, it just fell apart. So it's one of those cases. They need to get the right murder one, murder two, whatever it is, in which they can throw the book at these guys and fucking shut this shit down. It's a hate crime. It's it's terrible. Yeah, and investigate that uh, that camera guy too because I know for sure, I mean, he was their, one of their neighbors and he was definitely in on it too, which is... Oh, it's just so disgusting. If if you see something like that, you call the cops. You don't try to make a citizen's arrest. I don't who care the fuck? if you are a former cop. Yeah, who you do you think I mean? you are? I'm a former pizza maker. I don't go to Domino's and go, I'm making this shit. Or if not, I shoot you in the belly. Yeah, no. If, uh, no you, know? you don't do that. Yeah, no, exactly. Absolutely. You call the authority, you know, if you feel some type of way, and then they can properly investigate the fact on that he was just minding his own business, jogging, which I supposedly he was doing all the time, and he was like 25 years old. Yeah, 25. Uh, Young guy, man. He tried to avoid the situation. At the beginning of the video, he tried to run around the truck. Jeez and Louise, it, and yeah. And got called into it, and I, it's it's a terrible thing. Yeah, that... I hope it, justice is really served. I'm glad that took, uh, you know, a lot of the, the news, you know, uh, outlets. That was... Whew, it that got a lot of attention. this week, buddy. I'm glad it got the, Good. the attention it, need, it did. And it needs to keep getting attention, and a pressure needs to be put on, you know, the, the prosecutors in that county to continue pushing forward and you know what i mean make sure that the the crime that they do the time for doing the crime <laughs> man <laughs> you, got any, you got any more deaths nope that is it a death pool is um, crossed off I, I, who I w- had little richard yeah in the second quarter <laughs> i would <laughs> quarter, yeah i mean we could talk all day about some of these people and they're all great you know uh siegfried and roy roy don shula was probably siegfried's dead too now so now there's no siegfried or roy yeah and then don shula is probably arguably one of the best head coaches of all time if not the best mm-hmm. yeah mm. yeah yeah dude he was like the best coach of all time what? He's coached the Dolphins, bro. He has the most wins. He coached the Dolphins and has the most In wins. The, the unbeaten season? Okay, big fucking big whoop. No, but he... he Dan Marino, he, big whoop. No head coach has more wins than him. How can you tell him? Not, what not do even, you mean? The most... Oh, the most wins over a career? Yeah, not even... Oh, really? Not even Belichick has really? more wins. Well, he will. But Don, really? Yeah, I think Don Shula is the best coach of all time. I didn't know that. To me. I don't, okay. Um, anyways, and then... Wow. Uh, so yeah, Sam Lloyd. I mean, we could talk about him for a little while. Little Rich uh, is all sad. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, but no, that's it. 
That's all you got? Well, it's funny. I don't really... This is a real short one I got here, but uh, ironically, following your story and my story out of South America, this kind of fits into both. A company out of Bogota, Colombia is creating a bed that can double as a coffin. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Quote, poor families don't have a way of paying for a coffin, the manager said. Oh, man. Colombian advertising company is pitching a novel, if morbid, solution to shortages of hospital beds and coffins during the coronavirus pandemic. Combine them. (laughs) <laughs> so it's made out of cardboard and uh yeah and like so you can see here in the picture john here's the co- here it is in coffin mode it's a giant box that like looks- it's a cardboard box like uh ups is going to ship you to, to six feet under what is that and then i uh, here it is in bed mode <laughs> <laughs> oh no it even has rails on the side it's like a hospital bed and then when you <laughs> die they just put you in it oh this is morbid it's man. like the swiss army knife of beds but he uh he's the owner gomez says he plans to donate 10 of his new beds to colombia's amazonas department where resources are in short supply. So far, there is no indication whether the beds will be put to use and no orders have been placed. <laughs> of so course like, not. like, fuck you. Yeah, here, here's, here's some stats on the beds. Uh, they, okay, this is weird. The Bogota-based company is usually at work on advertisements. So they switch from ads to death beds, but has been mostly paralyzed over the last month as Colombia remains on lockdown. The South American nation, oh, it has 9,500 confirmed cases of the virus. They just seem like they're throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. (laughs) The beds can hold 330 (laughs) pounds and will cost about $85 each. He said he worked with a private clinic on the design, which hopes will be put to use in emergency clinics that might be short on beds. Mm. But uh, yeah, so I mean, and oh, it also says here uh, that, uh, quote from the owner, these beds are so good, it's like you sleep to death. <laughs> All right. You That's sleep perfect. so good, it's like you die. We, uh, yeah. You sleep hard as death. This, uh, That's a long quote from that guy, but that's what he said. <laughs> Thanks, Gomez. Back to you, John Hannon. <laughs> this has been uh, episode 136 of Funny to Informing. Um, we hope that you guys have enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting and shooting this shit. You can laugh with us or at us. It does not matter. Go over to the Decal Junkie to buy some of our merch. Thank you, Tuttle, for another Tuttle's 10K. Can't wait for next week. And Patreon.com slash FTI. We have a new video we're posting up there soon we we talked about it for a minute we're gonna get it done now and uh tip your magnet fishers